Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This is Good Morning Liberty. Look it up, man. <laughs> what am I supposed to look up? Swear to God, I'm like this a happy home. <laughs> Oh, man. I really like every time we go to start this show, um, neither one of us know who's going to talk first. No. And it just depends on who gives the other person the signal. How we're feeling live. That's it. That's it. This thing is recorded live. It is recorded live. That's for sure. Ain't no editing going on in here. (laughs) And uh, since maybe we'll do a bit of a shorter show today, that also means that your time to hit subscribe has been cut in half. You've got one minute. Oh, to hit the subscribe they still get the coupon button. they still get all the all of the great amenities that come with the subscribe button wow yeah it sounds like you can't pass this one up i don't really feel like you can because that first off you're subscribing to the only podcast on apple podcast or whatever podcast app you use the only show that is completely dedicated to disproving Bernie Sanders at all times, which is BernieLies.com. That's what we have. It I mean, is. I mean, I guess we also talk about other people because today we're going to talk about Kamala Harris. Yeah. Is that how you say and it? The, Kamala? The, yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Okay. It's, is she Native American too? Um, I think so. Probably just as much as Elizabeth Warren, <laughs> I would say. Elizabeth Warren, the, you know, the, the biggest hurdle she's had to overcome is that Native Americans like her are, of course, only paid 58 cents on the dollar. So oh, yeah, of course. That's why she has only been able to get to $18 million while... And not 65. Yeah, not 65. Like Blaney. Like yeah, like that guy. So, De Blaney? De, De, Blaine, De Blaney. <laughs> Delaney was the guy that was 65. Oh, oh Delaney, Delaney, yeah. yeah. So There's the, too many of them. <laughs> did you watch the debate? I didn't. I didn't. But I want to let everybody know listening, as you already heard, this is the Good Morning Liberty podcast. Oh, yeah. And, you know, the last couple of days, we haven't really introduced ourselves. That's true. We've uh, we were gone for a couple weeks on the show. I was in Louisiana. You were in Louisiana. I went to the lake and uh, had a great time. Rest and relaxation. People call that R and R. I didn't know what that meant for the longest time. Yeah, I did not either. A little R and R, rest and relaxation. But I'm my name's Charlie. Okay, and my name is Nate. Wow. Yeah, and we're in Nashville, Tennessee. Yes, right now, home of. Music City. Yeah, that's what I guess so. <laughs> Go down the Broadway sometime and do your best, you know, not to get hit in the face by some wild drunk person. You know, Here, do, do we what just you can. wear boots every day. Yep. And, uh, you, you know, spit, chew our tobacco. Come here for your bachelorette party if you want to, <laughs> or your bachelor party if you're trying to find where all the bachelorette parties are, because they're definitely downtown. Right. For sure. And obviously, everyone in Nashville wears short shorts and cowboy boots all the time mm-hmm. so you must wear them when you come here or skirt so you can fit in yep. yeah we that won't <laughs> we won't be able to tell you apart yep you'll just look just like a local <laughs> whenever you whenever you come here so the debates the debates the I, debates i went through some of the highlights from them and honestly i got stuck on this one from kamala harris uh, as i was trying to go through all the talking points that they talked about and i got stuck 
on this one where she she decided to go off on the gender wage gap. Have you ever heard of that? Hmm. I think I have. What number would you say, Charlie, that uh, that women make on the dollar to to men? What what's the the number out there? Well, the number's less. Less. Yeah, it has to be less. There's nothing compared to men. Yeah. Okay. Well, because men hate women. Yeah. Well, that's the reason. Fundamentally, that's that's the reason. Yeah. That's the only reason that there is. Obviously, throughout all of human history. Men have always hated women. Now, I will say, throughout all of human history, it it probably is true that men have been slightly dominant over women, and that women have not had a a fair shake when it came to business, uh, and you know, getting a great career and a nice, high paying career, things like that. I mean, I think we could agree on that. Yeah, but, say? but why though? It's because men were holding women down? Uh, for a little while, maybe. But I don't think it's the case anymore. Well, there were, oh, there were pieces of that. But I, I'm, t- I'm talking like at the fundamental level. Down to, uh, are you talking like back in the olden days or like now? I'm saying all of, like literally all of human history. Because if men, if men just hated women and were holding them down, like we wouldn't exist as a species anymore. I would say it, it could have had more to do with uh, I don't know raising families probably having having children um, I would say uh, not having birth control mm-hmm. not having different feminine hygiene products things like that where uh, where women you know it it wasn't quite as easy to to not just be ra- raising your kids or doing your doing your home life all the time right uh, there's been some really great advancements made over the last hundred years uh, that that I think have made it possible for people other than men to be in the business world. Um, there weren't even that many men in the business world. No, no. For the longest time. You know what we did throughout most of human history? Farmed. We tried not to die. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, we just tried. Yeah. <laughs> like I've told, like you read this book called Progress by Johan Nor- Norberg, and it's fascinating. I mean, in 1900, so that's 119 years ago, not very long. We've, we've, humans have been around for a long time. Yeah. 119 years ago in 1900, even if you were the, one of the richest people alive, your life expectancy was 50. Yeah. That was it. Like nobody got cancer back then because you didn't live long enough to get cancer. That's one of the things where you say cancer rates are are increasing. And I don't know. I think maybe we're just living long enough for random things to kill us. Right. You know, like you've lived so long now, your body doesn't know what to do anymore because it hasn't made it that that far in human history. You know, back then they used to have like thirteen kids because like six of them would die. Yeah, just normal, <laughs> normal right. life. Yeah, like you were lucky if your kids made it to five years old. But this idea of people going to work and making the commute and going and sitting at a desk job like that's a super new idea as far as humans Very are concerned. New. Very yes. new. So, so throughout time, like a hundred years ago, even that barely existed and people were just having to grow food and try to keep their kids alive. And that's mm-hmm. it. That was your job. And so it, it, it is kind of crazy to think that in a hundred years, we've made that gigantic leap where that's obviously not the case anymore. Right. And, and now, you know, maybe, maybe some people rose up before other people did and things like that. But in the grand scheme of history, you know, it, it's been like nothing that all this has happened. And we're looking at it on a micro level right now. Very right. micro. We're here in the years that it's happening. So it seems like a long time. Mm-hmm. But when you look back in history, 
you know, a thousand years from now, if we're if we haven't overheated by then. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, yeah. If he, if the that's planet the greatest has, threat. If the out on our water world that we have a thousand years from now, because yeah. we're all underwater. They'll look back in history and be like, oh, look, everyone was farmers, and then everyone started working in desk jobs. Yeah. Because this all this time is just like nothing. Yeah. It's nothing. It's a little blip. Just but a little boop. Kamala Harris <laughs> was out there talking this uh, this normal talking point, which is that uh, which is that women make 80 cents on the dollar. And so I'm just going to play what she said. That's pretty much what she said, but we'll go ahead and play it. And then I just wanted to talk about that a little bit because it's getting – it's getting a little bit ridiculous that people still think that this is a thing. And so it's getting a little bit annoying that people are still saying something that is obviously untrue. And we'll talk about why it's obviously untrue after this clip. Since 1963, when we passed the Equal Pay Act, we have been talking about the fact women are not paid equally for equal work. Fast forward to the year of our Lord, 2019, and women are paid 80 cents on the dollar, black women 61 cents, Native American women 58 cents, Latinas 53 cents. And I want to address... Oh, man. The year of our Lord. <laughs> I don't know why she said that. I, <laughs> I don't get it. I don't know. The, do her signs say Kamala Harris, year of our Lord 2020, president, <laughs> president for president? Well, back in circuits 1963. <laughs> <laughs> so she's obviously trying to be as, as dramatic as possible when, when she was saying that. But... There she goes, throwing out the normal stuff that you've heard a million times. Women are paid 80 cents on the dollar. Right. So what's wrong with that statistic? 50, 53 cents. 53 cents, depending on what color you are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, actually, the, the fact of that statistic is what they've yes. done is hold the clip. Hold, <laughs> hold, it. hold it. I don't have it. <laughs> all right. What they've done is they've taken all of the women working and what they make. Who cares what job they have? Or how many hours they work. And then they take all the men and all of what they make and they just average those out. They, they're taking two averages. That's it. So it doesn't matter about your job description. Uh, forget that how many hours you work. It doesn't matter. It's just literally the total amount that men make versus the total amount that women make. And they average those out. And then they're saying, well, on average, yeah, it's and 80 cents on the dollar. And the problem is because I wrote an article about this earlier. Um, so the thing is, those numbers are true if you're just looking at, on average, men make this much, and on average, women make this much. And that's true. It is. But then when you use that and you decide that you can make the case that women are getting paid 80 cents on the dollar for the same job, that's not what that number says at all. Mm -hmm. Because they're, they're taking all jobs into account. Actually, now, you want Well, real quick, I want to yeah. preface this by saying empirically this can happen there can be a woman and a man that work the exact same job the exact same experience and everything and the man can make a little bit more it can also happen reverse yeah there are, there are men and women who work the same job same experience same skills everything where the woman makes a little bit more so empirically this can happen to regular people but what we're talking about is overall looking at the actual numbers that they use to do this if you look at the different uh, or if you look at how they arrived at this number and you take into the, uh, to account different occupations, different hours worked, things like that, then it starts to explain the full story. We're not saying that there are some instances of unfairness because there is because the world is unfair, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. But if you look at the entire big picture, this this 
is just a bunch of bovine scat. <laughs> Man, just who says that all the time? I hear. Is it Phil Valentine that says that? This is bovine's yeah, catholicity all it the time. Does. Yeah, um, and Tom Arnold, the, yeah. the former Libertarian Party chair. <laughs> um, so, uh, going on that, what you were saying, actually, I actually like, you know, the idea that this can happen still, uh, where two people are doing the exact same job for these work the same amount of time and they can make different amounts. This can happen. It can happen in both ways. And what I was thinking about while you were saying that was that actually it's, it's probably always going to happen because either, either we're all different and unique or we're all exactly the same. Right. And more than likely, I would say that we are all different and unique in some kind of way. And since we're all different and unique in some kind of way, we probably all bring a different, just even if it's on a small little micro level of a few cents, we all probably bring a different value to a job position. Just just plainly the fact that we're all different. Now I, that, I, I bet people even listening to this podcast can tell a difference between your voice and my voice. I, I I think they're exactly the same. What do you mean? I have the I, same nice radio voice that you do. <laughs> can do that. I, I, th- I think. You know, I, I'm actually older than you. Too, I know. And I still sound like this. It's crazy. So. And like looking at you, yeah. your your face is different than my face. I know. Face. I have glasses on right now, and you don't. I don't. Yeah. It's crazy. You've got this quaff, this mane <laughs> that you that you grow. That's just unbelievable. It's thick, and yeah. I'm balding a little bit. Now, now that's unfair. <laughs> Are our personalities exactly the same? Exactly. <laughs> I don't. I don't think they're exact. You know, all the way down to it. I know you are far more likely to negotiate for a higher price than I am, because if I go into a job uh, and someone offers me money, I'll be like, okay, thank you, thank you, I'm thank like, you for offering me I'm that like, money. No, and you're like, uh, uh-uh. <laughs> come on, where's? I would do that. Uh, that is an embarrassment. What's your third offer? <laughs> That's skip the second. Yeah, that, <laughs> <laughs> That's what you would do. So we're we're all a little bit different, yeah. and maybe I work, I do a little bit better job at some kind of, you know, remedial task that you wouldn't do a great job at, or something like that. What I'm saying is, we're both not going to put out the exact same product, right? Ever, we're really not going to. No. So the idea that different people make different amounts of money it makes complete sense it really shouldn't be any other way it would be ridiculous to pay people the same because then you're just saying that everyone is the same right which they're not no one is so um i want the whole that's the whole like equality of outcome type of thing the yeah. whole equity thing it's it's absolutely insane to think about you know you have the, you have the leftist here that talk about inclusion and diversity and you know, the minorities and, and all of this stuff. And then, and then somehow all of that can, they, they try to put all that into a little box of this equity of like, well, everybody needs the exact same outcome. It's like, that, it's impossible. It's not, it's like if two people, people, we don't even like some of the same things. Yeah. We like a lot of the same things because we're yeah. really good friends. Yeah. There's a lot of things we don't even like. There, like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, and if it was like, if we were both going to go, uh, enter in a marathon and start running, you know, it would be ridiculous to think that we're both going to have the same outcome out of that. Right. Now we both have the same opportunity to go to that marathon and take off on the same finish line, but we're not going to get 
or on the same starting line. Right. But we're not going to get to the same the finish line at the same time. I won't even make it there <laughs> at all. I probably wouldn't either. No, I would give up for <laughs> sure, depending on how long it was. After the first mile, I'm yeah. I, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, I would not. I would not be able to do. Actually, that. Actually, I'm really competitive, so I'd find a way to beat you, <laughs> no matter what. <laughs> but um, even if like we were exact same right until like the last step, I would take a bigger step. <laughs> Speaking of, <laughs> so it would be like in Talladega Nights when they they take off running at the end yes. of it and take a leap at yes. the end to try and make it. Ah, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> On, I finally found someone who's truly better than me. <laughs> is that your best French accent? That's, uh, that's what I got right now. That's pretty good. Yeah. You sound like a dog with peanut butter under <laughs> your mouth. So speaking of different career choices, I looked at this study, and this study was actually done by the American Association of University Women, the AAUW. So they it's, did this study. Sounds legit. Yeah. So the whole idea here is that when we take this 80 cents on the dollar statistic, what they've done is they've taken all men and all women, regardless of what their occupations are, and said that men on average earn, we'll say they earn the dollar, and then women on average earn the 80 cents. So there's a, there's a little bit of an issue with that because men and women go towards different career fields. So they did this study uh, on college graduates, and they looked at each, uh, each major and then they took the, the 15 majors that were most dominated by women, and then they took the 15 majors that were most dominated by men, and they got the, the, uh, the median pays out of both of those. Now, some of these are, uh, so like in the, in the 15 majors that are most dominated by women, you have things like uh, elementary education, social work, nursing, occupational therapy, um, medical technology, food and nutrition, uh, healthcare administration, public relations, human resources, psychology, uh, interior design, all these kinds of things that these fields were all dominated by, by women. Actually, the lowest one was seven, 72% of that major uh, was women. That was the lowest one. The uh, fashion design was 95% women. So anyway, out of all of those, they came up with the, the, median, the median pay for all of those majors once they graduated and they went out and got a job, the median pay was $42,000 a year. That's the median pay. So then they took the 15 college majors that were most dominated by men. Those were things like construction management, which is 93% male, mechanical engineering, electrical engineering, physics, aerospace engineering, civil engineering, computer science, landscape architecture, agriculture, chemical engineering, Economics, all of these things were largely dominated by men. And so the median pay for all of those majors once they got out was $60,000 per year. So the median pay for all of the career fields that were most dominated by men was $60,000 a year. And the median pay for all the career fields that were most dominated by women was $42,000 a year. Now that's actually a really big difference right there. And this is the issue when we take all of the men versus all of the women and just say that if there's a difference between them, then it must be a product of discrimination because it absolutely is not. What percentage is that, Charlie? What, what do you think? Something like that, mm. like 30%, something like that is the difference in those two median pays. Yes. So we're trying to make up for the difference uh, 
if women are getting paid 80 cents on the dollar, then there's a 20, then we've got the 20% difference. They're getting paid 20, 20% less than men for allegedly doing the same work, which is a false statistic on its own because they're not comparing the same work. They're comparing all work. So that already doesn't work. But then we just take these career fields that are most dominated by men and then most dominated by women. And there's already a 30 Thirty percent difference in the median pay for the for those two right there, which is, so they're already doing better than it seems like they should be, statistically. So, right now. so what you're saying is, men make less. Well, actually, <laughs> yeah, it actually seems like they make less Compar- comparatively. <laughs> because if if women are making eighty cents on the dollar, but the two career the two sides of the career fields are actually a difference of thirty percent, then women are actually making up more ground than you would think. Yeah. Uh, or or men are just getting paid less than they should be, I, know. I guess. That's what it sounds like. That's the real injustice here. <laughs> men are not getting paid enough. Why are, why are men not rising up? I don't know. I don't know. It's time to get the... Wait, what's the male version of feminism? Uh, I don't know. Toxic masculinity? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that would be. So there was also time on the job. So time time spent at at work. And the uh, in 2017 the Bureau of Labor Stati- Statistics found that on average men would work 8.04 hours per day while women on average will work 7.24 hours per day. And so now that's already a difference of 11% meaning that women work on average, 11% less time than men already. It doesn't seem like much in one day. No, but... But do that over the entire year. Yeah. And do that over 10 years. So there's already a huge discrepancy. And then not to mention, let's say that your years of work are adding to your experience. So take what the experience is in 10 years... For a woman versus a man, if the woman works one hour less per day for 10 years, it's going to be, I don't know, it's going to be something like a billion. <laughs> I don't know it's going to be. I don't know what that's going to be. It's going to be like, uh, it's going to be, what, 365 uh, hours. It's going to be, I don't know, yeah, a billion. There we go. Yeah. I had it right the first time. Good. <laughs> Check that there on the big calculator. So the experience level is going to be a lot different at the end. Uh, and... You know, obviously it's true, like women are more likely to be raising children, they're, they're more likely to take care of family members, they're more likely to do housework, uh, so that, you know, that's obviously a reason that they're probably working less time. So, But, like, but you have to ask yourself, why? <laughs> why are they more likely to take care of children? Um, my extremely uh, mansplaining idea would be that women are somehow more equipped to handle children. Yes, that that would be me mansplaining that. That's actually true, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I have a kid, by the mm-hmm. way, and I've never. I don't know if you ever seen the movie called Meet the Fockers, but Ben Stiller, you know, is a nurse in that movie, mm-hmm. and he explains that you can milk anything with nipples. Yeah. Let's meet the parents. Oh, sorry, meet yeah. the parents. Yeah, sorry, the the first movie. Yeah, I was talking about the sequel. So meet you're the saying Fockers. that Parker tried to milk you? Well, the, here's the thing: when Parker was an infant. I could not feed him for my breasts. Yeah. Now I do have breasts and I have nipples, but <laughs> there's no milk. 
And There's so really no logical explanation right. for why you have those. No, they have formula. I mean, you know, yeah. so I could make a bottle and feed them and I did. But here's the thing, like for the longest time, even before formula, like the only way infants could eat is by a mother's breasts. Yeah. And this is this is still rated PG. I'm not getting graphic here. It's just <laughs> normal science. But it's 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 literally biological level. There's nothing you can do about it. No men produce milk. There's, they just don't. There's even differences on like temperamental level and things like the psychological yeah. level, the the ability to take care of kids. Women are, uh, contrary to my own life experiences, women are slower to anger than men are. And <laughs> they... <laughs> so I'm obviously not talking about my wife. Well, clearly. No, not at all. Never do that. Talk, no, the previous mistakes I've made in my life. Right. That's that's who I'm talking about. Yes. So that you know, women are more equipped to be able to take care of a small child because a small child is freaking annoying. Let me <laughs> so. tell you. I always tell people like the infant stage is the hardest. Like zero to three months, well, zero to five or six months, really difficult. That that thing can't do anything. No, not <laughs> at all. It literally just sleeps, eats and poops and cries yeah that's it that's all it does so but now, now that now the parker can kind of run around it's probably no, a little he, bit easier he can run around he laughs he's starting to talk he's always even this morning dad dad come on dad dad come on so awesome yeah it's awesome when they get older he told me bye like five times five, five he would or walk, six times he would say morning. bye nate and then he would run off like he would go like maybe maybe five or ten feet and he would turn around and go Bye, Nate. And then he'd turn around, go five or ten feet, and then turn around again and say bye. Yeah, again. It's really you just funny. love it. You're just like, oh, <laughs> but, so good. But anyway, small children are annoying. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. what I'm saying is Even, women women are more likely to be able to handle that. Their temperament is much more suited because they're more nurturing and they're more caring. Right. And they're, you they're know. compassionate. Yes, they're more compassionate. Right. And which is everything that a small child needs mm -hmm. for sure. So that there's just some little differences there for why women would be the ones that spent a little bit more time at home if they were children. Right. That just just a little bit. And we're still keep in mind we're literally talking about a small percentage right here. I'm not saying that they're always the ones that are home or that they're spending twice as much time at home or anything like that. We're just talking about small percentages that compound over time. Right. Right here. So I wanted to play this because I know we both liked it a bunch, but um this is uh this was an interview that Jordan Peterson did with uh with gq and he just absolutely torched this lady on this interview and mm -hmm. uh, when she brought up the male the male dominance and the patriarchy so it's one of the best responses and jordan peterson's always really good at doing this uh so i just thought it would be really calmly yeah very calmly and that which which by the way drives women nuts when you're that calm <laughs> yeah <laughs> trust me I mean, that's, so that's my idea of the patriarchy, which is a, a system of male dominance of society. Yeah, but that's not my sense of the patriarchy. So what's, what's yours? Well, in what sense is our society male-dominated? Uh, the fact that the vast majority of wealth is owned by men, the vast majority of capital and is owned by men. Women do more unpaid labour. It's a very, very tiny proportion of men and a huge proportion of people who are seriously disaffected are men. Most people in prison are men. Most people who are... Uh, on the street are men. Most victims of violent crime are men. Most people who commit suicide are men. Uh, most men 
most people who die in wars are men. People who do worse in school are men. It's like, where's the dominance here precisely? What you're doing is you're taking a tiny substrata of hyper-successful men and using that to represent the entire structure of, the, of Western society. And there's nothing about that that's vaguely appropriate. <laughs> oh, man, there's nothing about that that's vaguely appropriate. It's, it's, that's so awesome. And what I love there at the end, he said, you know, you're taking a tiny substrata of, of hyper-successful men and using that as your you know, your platform basically to go on your spout about the patriarchy and male dominance. Yeah. And so it's like, and that's exactly what we're talking about here, these statistics and how people manipulate them to fit their agenda. And what you have to do is look at the entire picture and, and he goes on this whole string of how men are disaffected. Yeah. You know, way worse than women are in, yeah. a, in a lot of areas. Now, a couple of things like women actually attempt suicide more often than men do. But men are more aggressive. Yeah, that's why they're in prison. Yeah, but but so they actually carry it out. Yeah, more they're often. more successful. Way more successful at, com- at, at at committing suicide. But it's like all you have all these. Again, it goes back to we're all different. You yeah, know? like there there's huge differences between men and women. I don't know if I've ever looked at the two of them. Mm-hmm. Well, big differences. <clears throat> Some pretty big biological difference for the most part. But it's like all you have all these differences, and you have, you know, you could say that. Sure, there are some hyper successful men that own a large amount of the wealth or whatever. That that's not untrue. But there's also more men who are in prison than women. And you have to ask yourself, well, why is this happening? Well, there's a, a part that you said about the picking your own statistics kind of and using them to to make whatever case you want to. This is something I harp on all the time because statistics can be manipulated to to show anything that you want them to show. And now even at the end of the day, after we discuss the different career fields, the likelihood that, uh, of asking for a raise or, or you know, choosing less dangerous jobs, even at the end of the day, if we discuss all that and we still find that there's like a 5% you know, wage gap, an actual wage gap that's due to discrimination, Democrats aren't going to use that number. Right. They're not, they're not going to go out there and say, on average, women make 95 cents to the dollar because that's not as effective. Right at, at all, they're, so they're they're going to use the other statistic because it's a statistic that's out there. It was from the U.S. Uh, Census Bureau, I think, is where that statistic comes from. So they're going to use that one because that's the one that can easily easily be used to manipulate people to give you more power. Really, is is all that they're going to do. Right. But this <clears throat> this other this other thing, this other statistic, I wanted to say was from the National Bureau of Economic Research, the MBER. So they did a study with a bunch of uh, college graduates or people who were about to graduate from college, thousands of people. So they went to them and asked them um, how likely they would be to accept a job that paid less money if they were able to get more preferable hours, just a more relaxed schedule or more workable you know, ske- flexibility with their hours. So mm-hmm. what they found was that uh, women were likely to accept 7% less pay if the job offered more preferable hours and men were only likely to accept one percent less pay if it offered more preferable hours there's six percent difference right there there's a difference right there then they also (laughs) found um when they had a they asked them about uh it was about job security so they asked them uh, if you were uh gonna take a job that had a one percent lower likelihood of you getting fired from the job 
um, how much less pay would you take? So women were then likely to accept 4% less pay if they had a 1% different chance of getting fired. And men were only likely to accept 0.6% less pay if they had a 1% less chance of getting fired. Now that's not a, those aren't huge numbers, but the, the women's number is eight times bigger than the men's number right. in that case. And that kind of stuff, all of these things added together, compounded together, can easily equal a 20% difference in pay. Easily. More. Probably more than that. Way more. Yeah. Probably more. More than likely. And there's, there's no way that you're going to be able to get the real statistic because you're never going to be able to compare people to people that are the exact same. You'll never be able to compare them at all. Right. You can get close. You can say same amount of consistent experience on the job without any interruptions, you know, leaving because you had a child or something like that. Uh, you know, the same amount of, same amount of time on the job, working the same job, uh, the same level of experience at the same kind of company. And then in my article, I had to say, well, you also have to be in a comparable company that has the same profit margins as the other company that you're comparing. You know, you can't compare the CEO of uh, Walmart and the CEO of, I don't know, uh, HP, because I, I think that was uh, Carly Fiorina that was the CEO of HP. Uh-huh. You can't compare the two because Walmart's obviously a massively profitable company and HP went out of business. But you can't compare the two CEO salaries. For, for a while. Yeah. You, you can't say that comparing the two CEO salaries that there's discrimination because of sexism on that. She actually helped save the company. Yeah, she she did. But and then she like didn't she she ran for president uh what 2016 or was it the before that? I think it was 2016, yeah. Yeah, pretty sure yeah. something like that. So you you even you have to get so close when you compare this to actually get a real comparison that you really won't be able to do it because then even when you get people who have the same experience and all that, they're not the same person. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be really hard to measure out what their productivity is on the job. So you're saying they're getting paid for the same work. Prove to me that that's the same work. You know, how, how can you prove that? How can you prove the exact same productivity? Right. It's, that's pretty tough. There's so, also, there's so many different things here too. There's a great book called Why Men Make More by Warren Farrell. And it's, it goes even deeper into the research that, that we're talking about here with all these different studies and everything that's going on. And uh, he's a gender expert. Uh, he has a doctorate. He, Doctor Warren Farrell, uh, written several books here. But the the book Why Men Earn More, or Why Men Make More, uh, he defines twenty five different workplace choices that affect women's and men's income, including putting more hours at work. We've talked about that. Taking riskier jobs. Men are more often to risk uh, starting businesses and things like that. Um, more hazardous assignments. So. You don't see as many, as many women in dangerous jobs, uh, which the the higher the danger, usually the higher the pay. Uh, billing, being willing to change location. Men are more than likely to move somewhere for something. Uh, training for technical jobs. Less contact with people. Um, there's all kinds of different reasons that these things happen. One of the biggest is interest. Yeah. You know? Women are way more interested in people. They like people way more than men do. Now that's, that can be different, you know, like I love, I love people, 
yeah. I'm probably more closely related to the women on that side. I don't really like people that much. Right. Yeah. You, so you're saying you, me and you are different. <clears throat> mm, I don't think we can be. We're both men. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I thought I thought maybe you just mentioned a difference nope, between. No, nope, exactly I, the same. I like people. <clears throat> nope. If we both do the same job, we did the exact same work. <laughs> so it's it's all these different these different reasons and it's not it's not anything bad i don't understand why this is such a bad thing you know and i think like okay for instance you know women's right to vote right i mean that was a thing yeah and that was a bad idea right yeah. it was well it was a bad idea that we didn't allow women to vote you know until the women's suffrage passed right and so and i believe like i believe in powerful women i'm surrounded by powerful women you know like I had a single mom and a single grandmother who re- helped raise me into the man that I am today. Like, you know, my grandmother was a former military. She was in the Navy for Christ's sake. Like she was literally a, can I say badass? She was a badass. You can. Yeah, she absolutely was. And so was my mom, you know, raised three boys by herself and worked all kinds of jobs. And yeah, we grew up poor, but you know, we grew up loved. And, you know, there's all kinds of women in my life who have been, unbelievable rock stars and so there's no like there's no what would you say there's there's no reason there's no agenda let's say by at least the men that i know that want to hold women back never have been There, there never has been and i think if you look as we talked about at the giant picture at the whole picture and what were the fund what are the fundamental reasons of why society worked out the way that it was. I think you have to look at the biological reasons, the psychological reasons, the the interest that men and women have and the difference. You have to look at all of these specific things and take these averages that they give you and really dig deep into the research and figure out why is it, why does this seem to be true when it's not? Well, one of the other things I wanted to bring up was once I feel like I'm mentioning this book every day now, but um, in my favorite book, Basic Economics, Thomas Sowell also talks about this fact for a, for a nice little chapter. Probably spends like an hour on it. I bet. Does he does he prove it fact over fiction? <laughs> well, what he goes on to say is here's here's the bottom here's the absolute economic bottom line. If in fact, if if it is true that you can pay a woman 80% of what you would pay a man for the exact same outcome, then you would be a complete idiot to not only hire women at your business. Right. If you wanted to beat your competition, then fire all of the men and hire all women. Mm-hmm. That way you can pay all of them less. And so what you would have seen over time from these terrible just disgusting, greedy corporations was that so they could make higher profit, they would just be hiring all the women they could possibly get their hands on. Joe Biden. They could, they would be hiring <laughs> all the women they could get their hands on because they'd be getting the exact same outcome for less money. And that right. if if that is not happening, 
then it must not be the case. And I'm not saying that women can't do the same work as men. That's not what I'm saying. But some of these jobs, maybe men perform better in some jobs. Some men perform better in some jobs, mm -hmm. I would say. And some women perform better in some jobs. And obviously there's outliers in every scenario and every single job is different. But the fact of the matter is, if you truly could get the exact same work for 80 cents instead of a dollar, then you would hire a woman to do it. I think that's true. So that might sound really, really, really terrible. Or like I'm saying that women just don't do as good a work as men. That's really not what I'm trying to say right now. Uh, I, I want that. I want that to be known, but that small little economic fact still exists. It so does. That, that, is, that is what it is. So what can you do about all this? Um, I think the, the really the only option that people have to do um, is to visit the BernieLies.com merch store mm -hmm. because we've got T-shirts, tank tops, uh, coffee, mug. coffee mugs. We've got a nice... Uh, got a nice hot or cold tumbler on there. iPhone case. Protect got a, your iPhone. Got a phone case on there. Good for all smartphones, most smartphones. Um, you can get on there and, and just get all kinds of great stuff. So we got stickers, all, all kinds of things. And any money that you spend on that site, rest assured, the profit from that goes directly to our bank accounts. So, mm -hmm. you know, we'll be taking good care of it. But yeah. what do we do with our bank account? Well... We defeat socialism. That's what we try to do every day. We defeat these crazy ideas. Yeah. So, and the reason this is a crazy <laughs> idea, the gender gender wage gap, is because politicians are using this to garner support for legislation. Actually, first off, they're using it to create more and more divisiveness and more hatred. Mm -hmm. You know, that's that's the first disgusting part of it is that they're using a faulty stat to grow hatred between really all of their aims are at growing hatred towards ultimately uh, rich white men. That's, that's what all of these things are. Cause we got, got the reparations, you got the gender pay gap, you've got uh, all of these things with the immigration, you've, you've got, you know, the corporate taxes, the capital gains all, at the end of the day, the evil person at the end of the day is the rich white man. Yeah. That's the ultimate top, must be toppled at some point in time. And that's a really dangerous, really dangerous ideology. Well, and they, and they want to use these to just create more rules and regulations. And yeah. what do we hate? Rules, rules. and regulations, be because that's what holds everybody back. Yeah. It they, literally holds everyone back. That's they really what we work. talk about all the time. They never work, ever. Yeah. yeah, It just holds people back. It It keeps people from entering the economy where they should be allowed to enter the economy. You know that whole race we talked about yesterday where people start at different points? Like yeah. Government has a lot to do with that. Absolutely. You know? And and government's job should just be protecting life, liberty, and property. That's it. Yep. That's all it's that's all its job really should be. Because you can look at the outcomes of some of these laws. If you made a law saying that you have to give uh paid maternity leave, like you got you have to you have to give uh three months of paid leave. Now, some people might do that. A lot of companies already are doing that by, by choice. For anyway, men and women. Because they're offering benefits because that's something they can use to outpace their competitors when it comes to getting good workers. But then some people can't handle that. If, you've, if you're a smaller business, and I'm not even talking someone who's working in a small office with a couple people. 
I mean, someone who's got 20 employees is still a small business. They might be taking a lot of money, but you can't afford to just have someone who's in an important position. Remember, you want the women to be in key, high-paying, important positions at these at these places of work. And you also want them to be able to leave if they ever need to. The outcome of that is that people will be less likely to hire women because they cannot afford to pay that woman and the person who has to replace them, plus trying to figure out how they're going to make up for all that super productive work the woman was doing and she's not doing anymore. Because she's gone for three months. So what at the end of the day, while that law might have good intentions, you know, the, the road to socialist hell is paved with good intentions. Amen. So it's a, it might sound good, Go but ahead. its actual outcome is not. Go ahead and drop the mic after that one. I, it's, it's held up by this backpack right here, oh, actually. Okay. <laughs> My counterweight is a backpack on this thing. It's a heavy microphone. But anyway... I think that I think that's a good place. Yeah, that's a good place. So, do, do you want people to subscribe? Yeah, probably. I think they still have time. You've got You're, one more minute. Yeah, the minute's not up yet. If you subscribe, this is what we promise you: if you subscribe, your podcast app will automatically send you our next podcast, and you won't the you, next episode, the very next episode, and that's a great promise right there. Mm-hmm. I promise you that your app will do that for us. What we need so, you guys to do is not only that. But share the show with a friend mm-hmm. or two and uh, go get an argument with us on Facebook because that's always fun. Follow us on Instagram at Good Morning Liberty for both of those places. Twitter is on the rise. We've got a few more people yeah. following us on Twitter. It's pretty crazy at Good AM Liberty. And uh, if you guys do all that, we'll be back again tomorrow for another show of Good Morning Liberty. We hope you guys have a good day and a good morning, Liberty.